welcome to the podcast of the Cathedral of Mary Our Queen in Baltimore, Maryland. We hope you will join us at Mass on Saturday at 5 p.m., Sunday at 8 a.m., 9.30 a.m., or 11 a.m. Also, you can find more information about our upcoming events on our website, cathedralofmary.org. Have a blessed day. Grandparents are wonderful teachers. At least mine were. I was fortunate to be close to my grandparents. I saw them often. They were there on every important occasion as I was growing up. One of the things that they were quite clear about teaching me when I was just still a boy was the importance of saying thank you and of writing thank you notes. If ever I missed, they were right there to remind me. It's a lesson that has stood by me all my life. No pastor in a parish, as I was for many years, can get by without saying a thousand times thank you to his congregation. Naturally, when I read the scriptures for today, I recalled my thank you lessons. In the scripture today, there's Naaman the Syrian saying thank you to Elisha, the prophet, for curing him of leprosy. And in the gospel, there is the leper returning to Jesus to thank him for his cure from leprosy. The thank you lesson that's in the scripture today is the first and it's the most obvious lesson that comes out of us out of the word to God. And if I can just expand on that a little bit and take it just one step further, I want to remind you that we have come here now for the Eucharist. The very word Eucharist means thanksgiving. We are here making the great act of thanks to God. It's what we do when we come to every Mass. So how appropriate it would be, I think, while you are here at this Mass, if you took a moment to think not just about all the things that are of a concern to you in life, or all the people that you're worried about, all the things you want to ask God for, but if you were to take a moment here at this Eucharist and think of all the things for which you want to say to God, thank you. God and my grandmother will be very proud of you. That's one lesson that's in the scripture. But there's another one. And I happen to think this other lesson is the primary lesson in the Word of God today. In Jesus' day, leprosy, the leprosy that is so often mentioned in the scriptures, is what is now called in the medical world Hansen's disease. It can now be cured, but it couldn't be cured in Jesus' day. And it was so contagious 
that its victims were required to live apart from everybody else. Often enough, having nowhere else to go, they would go and live among the tombs. So they became themselves the living dead. Living among the tombs, they became totally dependent on family members to bring them food and clean water and clothes and blankets and anything else they needed. And if they had no family members to do that, they simply died there among the tombs. It was the cruelest of fates. And the truth is that nobody was ever expected to recover from it. Nonetheless, in an instance of great compassion, the old law made provision for the remote possibility that someone would be cured. In that event, they were to go to the temple, be examined, and be certified as cured. In the temple, they would offer a thanksgiving offering to God, and then they would go home and resume their life in the midst of their family and their town. When Jesus sends the lepers off to see the priests at the temple, he does exactly the right thing. It's what the law required. But now here's the real point of this whole incident. When one of those lepers recognizes that he has been cured, he turns around and goes back to Jesus. And there, at the feet of Jesus, not in the temple, but at the feet of Jesus, he makes his thanksgivings. I presume the other lepers did the usual thing and made their thanksgiving offering in the temple, which was thought to be the dwelling place of God on earth. So they went into the presence of God for their thanks. But this one leper goes back to Jesus. He has recognized a different dwelling place of God. He has recognized God present in Jesus. Can you see this? This gospel moment is not simply about saying thank you. Of course, all the lepers did that. But the story is about recognizing God. One smart, clear-thinking man found God, and he found God where? In Jesus. So what do you think is the real miracle of this story? Was it that people got cured of a disease? Sure. Or is maybe a greater miracle that someone found God? We're living in a time when everything seems to be in the process of being reinvented. 
Taxis have become Ubers. Telephones are now smartphones. All these new technologies, all these new ways of doing things, all these new methods, they're wonderful. But they reflect, I think, the restlessness of the human spirit. It's a restlessness that comes out of the heart and that wants a new way, a new truth. The ultimate truth is God. No matter how many great things come along, our hearts can only find their true fulfillment in God. That one leper who was cured found God, and he found him in Jesus. It was his personal experience that did that. He knew his disease, he knew his cure, and it led him back to Jesus. Out of his own experience, he came to find God in Jesus. So today, here's a lesson for you to ponder. You can think about this in your car on the way home. Think about the experiences of your own life. What are they teaching you? Where are they leading you? And in grace and faith, are you allowing those experiences, your own very personal story, are you allowing those experiences to be the means by which you find God? Are you open to Jesus, to his presence with you, not as some great Lord living in a tabernacle in a church, but living with you in the midst of your own journey of life? Always remember to say thank you, says the scripture today. That's just being polite. But always remember to be open to finding God with you, not somewhere far off, but in the very midst of the things that fill your own life every day.